Welcome to Success in Medicine. I'm Dr. Samir Desai. What's one question you will definitely be asked during your internal medicine residency interview? At every program and with every interviewer? Is it, tell me about yourself? Is it, what are your strengths? Could it be, where do you see yourself in 15 years? Although all of these questions are popular, the one question that you can be confident will come up is, do you have any questions for me about our program? How should you answer this question? Well, the possibilities in terms of questions to ask are endless. Unfortunately, most interviewees ask the same general questions. That's what I found in the countless mock interview sessions that I have conducted with applicants across the country. This is irrespective of whether the applicant is an allopathic student, osteopathic student, or international medical graduate. I agree with the words of the Tulane University Department of Medicine. And I quote, above all, do not be average in the questions you ask. Average, tired questions make you look like an average, tired applicant. What are average, tired questions? These are questions that interviewers hear again and again. They are so common that some interviewers will say to themselves, not again. In my opinion, the best questions are those that you are sincerely interested in, as well as those that shed some light on your background and interests and say to the interviewer that this is someone who is a good fit for our program. So how do you develop questions of this sort? Questions that I call thoughtful. In this podcast, I would like to show you how to ask thoughtful questions during your internal medicine residency interview. I will be sharing with you some examples of thoughtful questions, but I'll start by introducing an important topic or issue in internal medicine and then discuss a question you can ask about it. Let's begin by talking about research during internal medicine residency. The ACGME requires residents to take part in scholarly activity. Research is one form of scholarly activity that is taking place at many internal medicine residency programs. A recent survey of programs sheds some light on the research that's taking place. You can use the information from this study to develop questions to ask your interviewers about the research that is going on in their programs. What can you ask about? Well, instead of asking, do you have research opportunities for residents, which by the time of your interview will generally have been answered either on the website or during the orientation, try to ask something more specific and thoughtful. One option is to ask about research curricula. In the recent survey of internal medicine programs, over 80% offered residents instruction on critically appraising the literature. Nearly 80% of programs had instruction on basic statistics in research. You can also ask about mentors. Since mentors are incredibly important in the research process, you may wish to find out how residents identify and establish mentoring relationships with faculty with respect to research. If it's not clear the type of research residents are getting involved in, 
you can ask the interviewer about this as well. Most often, residents perform retrospective chart reviews, quality improvement, or survey studies. Less common are randomized controlled trials and basic science research. Quality improvement, or QI, has really exploded in internal medicine residency programs and is a point of pride in some of them. So you may choose to ask specific questions about QI. When asking your question, it's particularly effective to link your question with your background and interests. That allows you to sell yourself a bit, allows the interviewer to realize that you have a sincere desire to ask the question, and allows you to demonstrate fit with their program. Here's an example of a question you can ask about research. Dr. Lee, during medical school, my scholarly concentration was in patient safety, and I had the opportunity to perform a quality improvement project. I really enjoyed the project and know that your residents have opportunities to do QI projects. I was wondering if you can tell me how residents with this interest can identify research mentors in your program. Now, let's move on to a different topic or area in internal medicine. Let's talk about ultrasound and its use during internal medicine residency. Ultrasound, of course, has been around for decades. Recently, however, programs in different specialties have been utilizing ultrasound more than ever before to enhance safety, especially when performing procedures at the bedside. Research shows that ultrasound is used regularly by trainees placing central venous catheters, as well as other procedures including paracentesis, thoracentesis, arthrocentesis, and incision and drainage of superficial abscesses. In a recent study of internal medicine programs, one quarter of programs reported having a formal ultrasound curriculum. Among those programs that did not have one, 35% indicated the intent to start such a program sometime in the next 12 months. For those programs that have an established ultrasound curriculum, you can ask what procedures are taught, how they're taught, and how time in the curriculum is split between didactics and hands-on learning. You can also ask when this instruction takes place, how it's spread throughout residency, and who's involved in teaching it to the house staff. Now let me give you an example of how to ask a question about ultrasound at a program where you know there's an established curriculum. Dr. Jones, at last night's dinner, the residents were really raving about the instruction they receive on performing procedures under ultrasound guidance. Could you tell me more about the instruction that you offer in this area and how you determine that a resident is ready to perform procedures under ultrasound guidance? Following this open-ended question, you can ask more specific questions about ultrasound based upon what you learn from the interviewer. Now let's move on to another topic in internal medicine, and this has to do with what a program is particularly proud of. If you sense from your review of the website or from talking to people at that program that there is an aspect of their program that they are particularly proud of, you may wish to ask questions about it especially if you're interested in it. Let me give you an example that has to do with outpatient clinics in internal medicine. 
The traditional model of training in internal medicine involves residents leaving their inpatient rotation once a week to attend their outpatient clinic. The problem with this system is that on the day of the resident's clinic, the resident would have to deal with the demands of both the inpatient and outpatient settings. And so if the resident had his clinic in the afternoon, for example, he would be rushing around that morning trying to get as much done as possible with his hospitalized patients before leaving to go to clinic. And then when he was in the clinic, he might still be paged by nurses and other professionals about inpatient issues. In 2009, the ACGME called upon internal medicine residency programs to make changes in resident continuity clinics. There was a call for more ambulatory experience and efforts to reduce the conflicting demands of inpatient and outpatient care responsibilities. In response to this, programs began incorporating what we call X plus Y scheduling models. X refers to the number of weeks in an inpatient rotation that alternate with Y weeks in the outpatient setting. For example, the Department of Medicine at Oregon Health Science University has a 3 plus 1 model where after three weeks of inpatient responsibilities, residents have one week of an outpatient experience. With these models, what you're basically doing is separating out the inpatient from the outpatient experience. These models have grown in popularity because of increased resident satisfaction and decreased fragmentation of care. In a recent survey of internal medicine program directors, we learned that X plus Y models were in place at many different types of internal medicine programs whether it's small, medium, or large size programs, and that the average number of years that this model was in place was almost three years. After switching to the model, over 60% of program directors were very satisfied with the model compared to the traditional model, and another 27% were somewhat satisfied. What are the benefits of these new models? The benefits noted were an improved ability for residents to focus on their current rotations, as well as relief from intense inpatient rotations and reductions as well in, in the amount of stress that residents were experiencing. These new models also helped establish stronger relationships between residents and their preceptors. Programs that are using this X plus Y model often highlight this on their website because they view it as a strong selling point to prospective applicants. One example of a question you can ask a program about this model is as follows. Dr. Egbert, I read that your program had switched to a 3 plus 1 model several years back. I was wondering if the program has had a chance to collect data from faculty and residents about the benefits of making the switch, and if so, could you tell me what you've learned? The questions that I've shared with you about research, use of ultrasound in performing procedures, and X plus Y models in internal medicine residency training are not the standard questions that applicants ask, but they are examples of questions that are likely to make a strong impression on the interviewer. Why? Because first of all, they are relevant to your interests. It doesn't feel like you're asking them just to ask questions.
Second, the way in which these questions are phrased indicate to the interviewer that you are well-read and knowledgeable about their program. Third, it shows that you are critically analyzing the program. Fourth, they highlight fit between you and the program. And finally, they don't sound like the typical, typical questions interviewers receive. If you're an interviewer and you interview 10 applicants on any given interview day, wouldn't you get tired of answering the same questions again and again? These types of questions that I've shared with you would be like a breath of fresh air and you would be remembered for the quality of questions you asked. And since this is often the last question you'll be asked in an interview, why not leave your interviewer with the strongest possible lasting impression? The approach that I've described in this podcast will help you create that impression. I would like to wish you the best of luck during your internal medicine residency interview. For those of you who are seeking detailed preparation for your interviews, remember that there are 150 plus pages of interview prep in our book, The Successful Match 2017. Additional resources can be found on our website, thesuccessfulmatch.com. Until next time, I'm Dr. Samir Desai.